Happy Frost Joy, everyone! It's time for a very special seasonal movie night. I'm your delightful mistletoe, Noah Prito, and I'm here with these holiday hobbies. Lisa Condemi, back because the fans demand it. It's Jacob the Pigeon, I mean human bandit. Oh my a god. Gnome, but still not. Shut up. That was actually the best intro that's ever been done. I can't believe you did that. You and everything. Uh, wow. I do. I really do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go okay, ahead. Okay. And it's me, Ashley Goodwin. Tonight I will be playing the role of Frankie the Pigeon. Thank you. This is my intro. Oh, oh man. This is. Credits roll. This is beautiful, gang. Seasonal as always. Uh, yes. It is the most wonderful time of the year, and this year we are doing a bit of a tease of a show that we have on the content surge called Movie Night. That's night with a K. In it, we take movies and turn them into one-shots with a little TNTD twist. So, without further ado, I hope you left out a plate of charcuterie for Jordan or Brina. Let's begin our story with a little reminder of the story of Jordan or Brina. Long ago... A handsome young man named Giorno Brina was traveling back through the forest to his home after picking up some supplies from town to keep his family safe and warm amidst the winter storms, when he became lost in a raging blizzard. Pleading and praying, his begging got the attention of the cruel goddess known as the Frost Maiden, who, in a moment of false kindness, calmed the storm but cursed Giorno with fiendish features reminiscent of an ice devil. Though he made it home, his new form terrified his family, leading him to flee into the woods and leaving all of the supplies behind for them. This is horribly sad. Grim! One of those fairy tales where you're kind of like, uh, so the lesson is life sucks and then yeah. you get cursed. Turns out he's kind of a creep, though. <laughs> Are you sure this is for kids? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> He did hang out with a teen in, a, in the previous <laughs> game. Oh, a no. creep he definitely tried not to be a creep. <laughs> He's just trying game. to be cool and he stay like, relevant. No, I, I just need your help and you have to be the only one around. <laughs> no, uh, I just need you to help me make a TikTok. Me? A teen? <laughs> Regardless, it is spread throughout the northern hemisphere of the entire realm of Feyfall. Influenced by local customs and beliefs, the story of Gionobrina shifts, changes, and is retold. The main principles of gratitude and sacrifice resonating still. This frost joy, we find ourselves in a place in Emeralia we have never visited before, but have circled around, mm. the gnomish city-state of Giggleville. Here, Giorno Brina is not a man-turned-tiefling, but a gnome-turned-tiefling. Aside from that, much of the story remains the same, though instead of being on his way home from town with supplies for his family, he was on his way home from the workshop when he was caught up in the storm and forced to make a deal to find his family. The story and celebrations inspired by it emphasize being grateful for one's family and the importance of rest. Since the gnomes of Giggleville are an industrious people, this holiday is a way for their society to, quote, justify, their words, taking a break. Something that is obviously absolutely necessary for progress. Giggleville sounds like New York. Amen. Hustle culture in Giggleville is crazy. <laughs> we zoom through the snowy temperate forest of the Wildewarm Wood to the capital of Giggleville, the clockwork city hidden in the trees. Very Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Founded by forest and rock gnomes, it is a perfect blend of the natural and artificial, built along the banks of the Laughing River. The forest and the mechanical settlement practically inseparable at times, essentially indistinguishable. Trees could be trees or small, single-room apartment buildings. You just can't tell. 
We follow a snowflake falling from the clouds above, coasting through the metropolis of moving parts built to blend into the forest foliage and past the central clock tower known as the Ticking Tree, to the estate of the Diddlepiss family. <laughs> <laughs> that got you so hard. <laughs> Every year, most of the Diddlepisses either don't celebrate, bah, humbug, or leave the city to avoid the local customs that emphasize rest and togetherness over productivity and individualism, and they head off to engage in a corporate retreat family vacation. Days before- <laughs> <A> Corporate family <laughs> vacation. Days before Frostjoy, the populous polycule packed up and teleported to the tropical city of Felicity Bay, far south. Though this year, they unknowingly left behind the runt of the family, Kevin McAllister Dilphus. At first, Kevin this. <laughs> K -E -P-H-I-N. Wow. <laughs> At first, this was a dream come true for Kevin, who, having had another. How many times are you going to have to say Kevin? <laughs> torturous night with his family, was finally free to celebrate Frostjoy the way he wanted to for the first time. However, this began to shift when the poor boy began to feel, well, lonely and afraid. He found his mind drifting to the story of Joan Arbrina and the folly of being alone, the dangers of losing the true meaning of Frostjoy. This was only further emphasized when the young gnome began to notice two figures casing the Diddlefist mansion. Two deep gnomes, Frankie and Jacob, a pair of burglars who have been breaking into the other vacant treehouses in the neighborhood. Frankie, Jacob, initially Kevin tried to trick you into thinking that his family was still home, forcing you to postpone your plans to rob the Diddlefist household. However, the other night you realized that this little brat has been using the various magical inventions within the mansion to deceive you into thinking he wasn't alone. Knowing this, you two have decided to go through with your holiday heist, and that is where we are right now. Ah, shraggin, fraggin, This gnome's home alone. <laughs> this oh, gnome, uh, I don't know. I'm feeling like uh, we gotta get him. Roll credits, gang. Uh, so the two of you are <laughs> hidden in the nearby alleys of this sector of Gigglevale, just a block or so from the Dilpis house. Um, this snow-covered path between the trees and mechanical tree buildings. Whimsical and colorful like many Dilpis establishments, it looks like a fairy tale version of a colonial townhouse, odd and out of place amongst the various other clockwork constructs built in tandem or literally to mimic the forest flora. Darkness has descended onto this night, Frostjoy Eve, the surprisingly quiet streets of the forest city decorated with blue and silver arcane lights, candles and windowsills, ribbons and plates of gnomish cuisine left out in the cold for, obviously, Jorno Brina. Ashley and Lisa, would you guys like to reintroduce your characters now that we are having this essentially way before Pigeon Times uh, and maybe tell us a bit about your life that got you to this point? I think that uh, Jacob is a, a tiny little deep gnome. He's got like a little beanie on and kind of a <clears throat> like a, a rough jacket that's got some holes in it, some patches, seen, seen better times really kind of tossed out on the street with uh, no friend to call his own, no family to call his own, uh, or call his gnome, if you'll excuse me. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, except for my pal Frankie, uh, who, you know, we go way back. We go way back. We go way back. So. Yeah, you and, know. And uh, we managed to carve out a life of crime. That's it right. It might not be the most respectful thing, but it's our life. 
It's mm-hmm. our life for right now because we're living in late stage capitalism here in Aurelia. So what are you gonna do? It's you know the I'm system. Saying? You know it's what I'm the saying? System. It's not my fault. I gotta make a living. Okay. <laughs> I gotta do what I gotta do. So yeah, I'm Frankie. Uh, you know, I'm wearing my long, uh, my long ratty coat for the winter. Um, <laughs> I got my my little black beanie. It's really uh, short and, <laughs> and, and, and tight on. I got uh, my fingerless gloves. <laughs> That I'm wearing, uh, I'm pretty short because, you know, I'm a gnome. Um, <laughs> I also, uh, I got a black eye. <laughs> Still the events of the night. You know, you don't want to know. Gay is just the other guy. So, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm here with my best buddy in the whole wide world, Jacob. We're about to do some heisting because, you know, we're trying to impress this, uh, this big... This big mob in town, okay? Yeah, organization. They're we called, like uh, what are they called again? Uh, the Omnimalum. Yeah, we're trying to impress them with that antics because we think that if we we're, can get and go with get them, a job. we're going to be on easy street, okay? Yeah, so we're trying, uptown. we're going to be living uptown, okay? Up in branch town. That's right. So uh, if we could pull this off, if we could heist all these houses in <laughs> Gigglevale. Riches, jewels, etc. We got to get uh, we gotta get clockwork shit. We gotta get gold. I'm talking <laughs> lube for gears. Yeah, exactly. 100% like oils, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're gonna get them all and we're gonna show them to the Omni Mom and say, we're gonna sit on top of it, right? I'm picturing us. You picturing us? Hey, like kings. Like kings. Like kings. Sit on top of it. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna fashion a crown and uh, they're gonna right, come right over on top and of see. Your they'll send a representative from their establishment and uh, they'll see all the riches and say, oh, you guys are geniuses, so you're in. We're very much excited to, uh, except for this little kid who's been beating us. <laughs> yeah, you know he's trying to trick us, but I know we're smarter than him. We just gotta regroup, and once we regroup, we'll know Get what to the do. System down. Now this takes place years before the main campaign, before any pejodices, but after the War of the Mara Imara. You've been on a hot streak of heists until this one, the last house on the block, and perhaps the best one to hit. It looks like you've got a window. Your goal. Rob the house of anything valuable. The Diddlepisses are known to be a wealthy family, so truly anything you can grab will be worth the effort. But the best stuff will likely be in a secret hiding space or vault. How would you guys like to proceed? Uh, are there any lights on? Yeah. Oh, yes. It looks like, I mean, in, in the same fashion as every night so far that you've cased this joint, it literally looks like it is fully populated you see like there's like movement behind the curtains in the like room to the left perhaps like a family or living room Mm -hmm. you see that all of the decorations are uh, you know lit up you've got the beautiful candles on the windowsills it it seems like they are home but you just know based on observation that only one resident is in this house gotcha all right, so uh, I have advantage on dexterity and stealth checks using my stone camouflage. Correct. So I'm going to use my stone camouflage to hide so that if he's peeking out the windows, he can't see. Okay, give me a stealth check. First and you, as you said, you night, do get advantage. First roll of the night, first roll of the night. Okay, well, it was a 12. Hey, but you might have a... But I got to check I have a good stealth. bonus. Plus five. Okay. 17. A 17. This um, is a cute little thing. And right? Jacob, are you going to be rolling um, stealth as well? Yes, I will hide with you. So, Frankie, are we thinking that, you know, we could go try and just make our way through the front and, like, bum rush them? We could try and go through the back, through the cellar. We could drop in through the chimney like John Obrina, you yeah. know? What, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What are you feeling in your gut? 
I mean, I'm just, you're good at uh, disguising yourself. I'm pretty good at climbing. So, let's go through the chimbley. <laughs> All right. Well, the one place I didn't expect for you guys to go through, but I really should have, for being honest. Uh, 25 stuff. 25. Yeah, you both feel pretty well hidden as you slowly scale this little stone wall and kind of flip onto the other side into the yard. Um, I give you, Frankie, a little cheerleader hand to step in because he's so short. <laughs> Holy. Watch your head. Uh, you see that, I mean, you could try and just climb up the front of the yeah, facade of this house. that's what we're doing. Um, you can also go around if you want to try that. So you want to go up the front? Oh, maybe what, you want to go around the back, like by the garden or something? Sure. You guys feel pretty well stealth. So if you guys you can, like, hug uh, the wall. like secret agent or hug the wall all the way around the, Through the, the hedges. property. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, lining up against the wall. We hear nice sneaky music as you guys make your way around the property. Um, looking towards you. Again, you don't see, you know, a single gnome. You do see, again, shadows in, like, this living room on the left side of the house. But you go around it until you enter into the backyard, which you see is a vast snowy wonderland coated in... Um, um, fresh snow that is continuing to fall around you. The very back, there's a single tree, um, just this full, full, like, oak tree. Um, this is a three-story house. What's wrong? What's it's, the matter? It's just, uh, it's so beautiful. I know. Uh, the snow, the fallen snow. Picture living with the family in this kind of place. It must be nice. It must be nice. I want something like this for my family. You know, I wouldn't leave it for Frost Joy. No, I wouldn't. I'd want to be here. Not, not for Frost Joy. You guys, in entering into the backyard, you see that you can probably um, scale up the wall here. You may be using some of the windowsills to stand on, um, and you'll definitely be out of sight of the street because this is the backyard. Um, you also see, like, while you're back here, just for a visual, um, you see that there are two entrances outside of windows, which would obviously draw some more attention. Um, the first is a door that looks like it may lead into a kitchen with like a little doggy door at the bottom of it. And then another set of stone stairs that you surmise would lead into the basement. Mm. You know, one of us could probably fit through a doggy door for the both of us. Absolutely. I hope there's no dogs in there though, because I'm afraid of dogs. Yeah, that's all right, I'll guard you. All right. Hey, the guard dog better watch out. That's right. Yeah. There are god dogs in town. All right, so you want me to go through the doggy door? You go through the sta- the basement? Oh, and then we could cut, try and circle around. And yeah, exactly. All right, where should we uh, meet, meet if we don't see Kevin? Uh, he meet better, he better hope I don't see him. <laughs> all right. We'll spin in the kitchen. If you, if you hear him or see him, yell. Okay. And if I see him, I will yell because I'm scared okay. of him. <laughs> all right. Oh, well, yeah. If, and if you hear a dog, you yell, dog. All right. And if... The dog hears us. It'll bark. Oh, God. So everyone's all set. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so emotional tonight. You guys sneak towards these two back entrances, abandoning your climbing plan for the time being. Um, <laughs> and you split off. We'll start with you, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, but we, then we saw the door. Then you saw there's two door. very right, easily right. accessible doors <laughs> right here. No, I was like, don't go through the chimney. <laughs> Please don't go through the chimney. You look up at the chimney and you see there's smoke billowing out of it. It seems uh. like it is a lit. Uh, fireplace. Pants are feeling uh, hot. Right. So we should probably choose either the door or, or the basement. Okay, so starting with you, Jacob, you approach these steps cautiously. Um, you guys are kind of turning your attention, so you're not seeing this right away. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. Yeah, I'm <sighs> trying to see through the window. Unfortunately, 
It's going to be a nine for me. <laughs> Ten you, minus one. You take one step. On a deck saving throw, you have a minus one? Oh, no, you said perception. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. That was a perception. Because I need you to do a deck saving throw. <laughs> uh, as you step onto these stairs into the basement and feel your legs fly out from underneath oh. you. Um, and you rocket towards the basement door. I'm learning to fly, Frankie. You smash through it. Yeah, give me a deck save. 17. 17 is a lot better. You do not fall prone but you do take uh four damage as you crash through oh, this door oh to my ego um you <laughs> slam onto the ground and like as you shake your head and like look up you are suddenly surrounded in darkness and you're a gnome it's odd you, you should be able to see through this but you realize this looks to be some sort of magical darkness obscuring this space um you take a step back kind of trying to find your way to the door frame find some sort of light and you do easily find it only a few feet away uh, and then you see hanging from the ceiling there is a little string that is kind of leading into the darkness oh okay so I see a, a darkness and a string. Yes, like you know that there is a clearly a large basement before you. Um, it's, it's the world is your oyster, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> um, you do see that there is, like, I mean, you can surmise that this is a large space, but it looks like there is some sort of magical darkness trap of sorts obscuring the way ahead. Okay, uh, waving my hand wildly in front of me. <laughs> Let me, like, okay, I feel the string in my hand. Mm -hmm. I want to, like follow like i'm not pulling the string i want to follow it along and see what it's attached to okay you pull like not pull you touch the string and kind so of you trace pull it the string. you pull the string you touch the string and follow it up it seems like a light string leading up into the darkness perhaps a way of like turning off the darkness that is surrounding you oh. but you don't pull it you just start touching you see it kind of heads towards and it seems to maybe be solidly kind of tied to something above <laughs> uh yoink <laughs> give me a deck save <laughs> we all knew it was coming folks <laughs> it would have been really funny if you were like and the light comes on <laughs> uh oh boy I, I get a plus eight, but it's still only an 11. Ooh, you um, unfortunately look up at the last second to see the darkness disappears. You see this vast basement around you. This apparently was the light switch. That's great. Um, but you also suddenly Bingo. hear and bang hit in the face with a hot iron. Who left that there? Why do you say it like a question? Uh, it's just an insane thing for a person to pull. Um, you are going to take, hold on one second, five damage, fire damage as you are hit and this thing scalds a mark into your forehead. Oh, woof. Finally able to see it in its entirety, you are in a large space with several pillars connecting to the floor and ceiling. The little light in here comes from beeping machines, some that heat the house, some that likely connect to the arcane power grid, some that may be, well, experimental in nature. The Didopus family is known for their intelligence and innovation, after all. Though all of this is interesting on a base level, you do see a set of stairs heading up towards the main floor. It's interesting on more than a base level. I want to look at the <laughs> shit that connects the power to the house. Okay, give nice. me. Nice. I'm gonna say, give me some. Give me an intelligence check. Something right. that Marv, Arcana actually. Something that Marv did not do. Yeah, if Marv could have just taken, picked his head up a little bit. You know what? You get hit in the face with an iron. Usually that makes it. it that <laughs> rattles you just a little bit. Ooh. 
18. You manage to find what we would describe as a fuse box that is connected to a number of various metal branches that lead throughout the house. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> Start. Lights begin to go out and throughout I'll, the house. I'll make my way upstairs. We're playing psychological game for the child. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you take one step onto the stairs and your feet are immediately stuck. No. Um, and we are going to cut over <laughs> to Frankie. Uh, one I, step forward, two steps back. <laughs> I hear uh, after Jacob gets hit in the head with the hot iron, I hear woof woof and I go, oh, a dog, a dog. <laughs> Frankie, you approach the back door cautiously looking around. You try it. It's locked. Not impossible to get through, but it is locked. All right. I'm going to put my head through the doggy door. Okay. And look around. You peek your head through, and facing you is a small gnomish individual. Blonde hair, bright blue eyes, and goes, hello. And <laughs> shoots you in the face with a BB gun, and you take. This had to happen in Giggleville because the gnomes are the only ones who <laughs> the only have ones BB, with BB guns. guns. <laughs> that was why I based this whole thing here. Um, <laughs> you take seven damage, and you stumble back as the doggy door flaps closed, uh, and you hear scampering and giggling as he goes, <laughs> "See you later, losers." <laughs> this kid like, doesn't even know me. I'm just trying to make a living for myself. <laughs> You don't even know me. You don't even know me. Sympathetic. (laughs) Um, These bandits. I mean, what would you like to do? I try the doorknob. I try to use my crowbar. Uh, You want to just attack the door? Give me me an attack. Uh, 19 plus 8 to hit. Uh, Roll roll damage. Sure will. Uh, 9. You (laughs) knock the doorknob off of this back door and it... Creaks open, revealing the kitchen. I close the door behind me gingerly to make it so that it looks like nothing's wrong. This is a surprisingly clean kitchen, despite the fact that this young gnome has spent days alone now. Uh, it is a traditional kitchen. There's cabinets on the walls, deep stainless steel sink, um, an enchanted fridge that keeps what it contains cold, and an L-shaped central island table where some fine-looking utensils and gnomish kitchen tools find their home. There is like an opening that goes into another room that looks like a small dining room, not the main dining room, but something else. And then a few more doors leading away from there. There's a pantry. How would you like to proceed? I go to the I go to the fridge and uh, I see what's in there. You open up the fridge. I haven't eaten in days. You see that it is filled with leftover um, like gnomish cuisine, takeout, various things. This child... Hasn't cooked anything. Hasn't cooked so anything. He's it's just, just getting... ordering food and getting <laughs> it and putting it in there. Um, there's like some, I'm, obviously there's some condiments and like various things that you don't really know what they are. There's some strange looking uh, goops in containers. <laughs> Feel free to go rummaging if you wish. This kid's just doing orc eats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I examine and see what looks the most delicious. I guess give me a uh, survival check. Sure will. Weaveless. <laughs> Instead of seamless. Weaveless. Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, that'll be a four. That'll be a four. I mean, 
plenty of stuff in here looks edible if you want to just grab some stuff and start eating or yeah. pack it i'll say this you guys do have yeah. um one of you can have the bag of holding that you guys share you tell me which one of you has it probably that'll be jacob the boss would have it oh. <laughs> <laughs> how many times i gotta tell you jacob i'm not your boss all right i'll okay. hold the bag for you so um your assistant get the boss <laughs> How is it that every campaign is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just have types. <laughs> we all love we to play our types, roles, you know? So, we you all know? love to play our roles. Um, yeah, you stuff things in the bag. You spin to start, like, No, Jacob things. has a bag. I oh. stuff things in my pocket hey, and boss, in my mouth. Hey, boss, listen. I got the bag. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Um, all right, boss, you begin to stuff things in your pockets. Do you eat anything? Yeah. Give me a con save. <laughs> this is Noah's. This is a Christmas for Noah. No, I'm going to do you take a step? Give me a fucking death saving throw. <laughs> oh, man, I really, I should have made this. Nine. If we had more time, I would have been like, we have, like, you will do level 20. This. this is honestly great because this is giving me practice to, like, let myself get absolutely fucking lost Rest. and not try and stop you because it, for the lulls, that's a nine hen. You begin to feel a little. Uh-oh. In your stomach. Uh oh. Well, where's the bathroom on the floor plan? <laughs> Give me a perception check. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Uh -oh. Perception. Yeah. That's a nine, boss. <laughs> you are panicking. Push through the room. You run into this uh, living room <gasps> where you. Um, oh god. Oh god. Um, because you aren't being very perceptive, your foot trips a wire and a machine whirs on and shoots a blast of. Feathers into your face. Ah! Uh, you are blinded. No. <laughs> it's a poodle. No. You are scribbling around. Thrashing into things, <laughs> knocking chairs over, knocking down things on the table. Ah, I can't see. You, Jacob. You burst into the main foyer and run into the bathroom. Um, and I what guess. What do I do? Uh, relieve I yourself. I try and relieve myself. I'm trying to get my coat try. off. It's so long. <laughs> it's so long, my coat. My coat. We cut back to our lovely, lovely bandit companion, Jacob. Oh, your feet are the fridge. stuck to these floor. You did hear the fridge slam, and then you heard your ally go like, uh-oh, and run, and then crashing. Hey, we've chaos. all been there. <laughs> On a job, no oh, less. Oh, rough. I'm commenting as I hear the crashing. <laughs> like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. No, you're lactose intolerant. You got to remember. I'm always telling you. I got lactate in the bag of holding, but it's down here with me. Jacob, bring me my lactate. <laughs> Uh, you are, your feet are fully stuck on these stairs. There's some sort of strange, sticky substance coating them. I'll also say that you think that maybe you could potentially, like, kick off your shoes, so to speak, like, try and pull yourself out of them, but you'll still have to get up these very sticky oh, stairs. Oh, yeah. I only got one pair of shoes, though, in my life, so I don't want to lose those. <laughs> uh, so I got a flask of oil in my, uh, in my... In your bag? Yeah, yeah. in my bag. So I'm going to just try and... <laughs> <laughs> just dump Get a out lot of, of like car oil, <laughs> clockwork oil on my feet and try and like loosen up my feet from the go. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's see. I guess give me a. I really don't want to ruin these shoes. <laughs> you, t you tell me what, you, what kind of check you think that is. What do you think you're trying to do here? I think uh, I'm trying to. I guess to it's just like you're like, this is intelligence, right? You're kind of trying to like do some little bit of alchemy here, maybe? 
Yeah, or like a survival, like a, I've got like some like grease and I'm trying to okay. like slick yeah. my way out. Like you slick <laughs> like a kid when you get your head stuck in the banister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A classic survival skill. Go ahead and roll a survival check. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first survival skill you learn. It's to butter your the butter ears. butter your child's ears. ears. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a minus one, so it's a 14. Okay, okay. That's not so bad. <laughs> you uh, pour them and you manage to get them loose enough that this becomes like difficult terrain okay. basically so you're like well I'm going up the stairs so yeah. at least that doesn't take me half movement because I got my climbing my yes. two story work <laughs> look yes. at that so you're you're moving through it's not too hard uh, give me another perception check okay yeah I'm actively looking around for, for traps Noah <laughs> not 20 Oh. You find oh, your the foot. The smell of oil just alerted my senses. <laughs> you find your foot about to step on a massive nail that has been kind of put into the stairs oh. and jointed up. That's not hey, OSHA. But you avoid it. Not OSHA. <laughs> Whoa, that ain't OSHA. Um, but you manage to successfully get up to the top of the stairs. Um, you open the door and find I yourself. I quickly in the kneel kitchen. down and take out a tiny mini hammer out of my pocket and bend it sideways so that no one gets hurt. <laughs> Again. Wow, you're actually you're a really good person. Um, <laughs> I don't want Frankie stepping on this lady. <laughs> I would forget about it. Went around our way out, you know. Jacob's so good. <laughs> um, so you guys are both on the main floor of the building right now. You, I'll say you don't hear your friend in the bathroom, but you do. Oh, I'm blowing it up. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of feathers. Oh, geez, a mess. Some feathers have like drifted in from this like smaller dining room into the kitchen. You see the kitchen again, as I described, very clean. Looks like the fridge has been left open. Um, several things have spilled onto the ground. Can I see? Uh, I want to kind of open up my ears and see if I hear any tiny little footsteps running around that might belong to Kebfin. Okay, you uh, enter in and listen. Give me a perception check. Kevin! <laughs> okay, it, again, it's a minus one for all these wisdoms. It's fun. It's like being Corgonzola. It's Corgonzola all over. You're just practicing for next yeah, season. Yeah. Um, uh, 16 though 16 that's pretty good you yeah. you listen you do hear Thank your goodness. friend blowing up the bathroom um, whoa, whoa. I blocked that ear <laughs> <laughs> you plug that one um, you take a step further into like this uh, you know this dining space where there's feathers covering the ground and you see the, into the foyer where there's a grand staircase leading up to the second floor um, you see another kind of you like peek around the door frame and you see there's another um, room that looks like a, like the main dining room uh, I go in the main dining room and I gaze at the place settings and I think about how nice it would be if Frankie and I had a place like this. It does look very nice. You you look around, you see there's only one place setting, but it is, it's very strange. It looks like this um, little gnome has kind of set it up to, they've been eating dinner here by <laughs> themselves, I guess. Um, so That's you look around, thing. you see little guy. the beautiful I want to kill him, the poor little guy. <laughs> I want to murder him, but he's cute. Uh, <laughs> He's a kid, though. Yeah. He's a kid. He's well, you gotta remember. He, he set up all the table. Oh, it's so nice and sweet. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that you exit out of the bathroom, uh, unless there's anything you want uh, to hey, check boss. out while you're in there. I'm in the dining room checking out the nutcrackers. <laughs> there are. There's plenty of little nutcrackers, little <laughs> trinkets. They're all like clockwork and sometimes like ticking and moving. As you Jacob, I'll be right there. I gotta wash my hands. <laughs> oh yeah, you do wash that. Your hands. Very good. You should always wash your hands. Um, and you guys enter into the foyer, which 
So this is like the grand entrance. This is the grand entrance. This is where you guys didn't go in. You see that rigged up to the front door, there looks to be a blowtorch tied to like the, essentially if you were to open the door, it was going <laughs> to let you up. Hey, no offense. Look, I'm not, the family seems very nice. The diddle pisses, you know, they got a, a big family, but I'm just going to say if you have a flamethrower in the house of the kids, you'd probably be in a safe secured somewhere. Absolutely. With the safety on. Just absolutely not having a flamethrower somewhere accessible where someone could just grab it and rig it up over a door this child much ha- must have an older brother who is sadistic and a piece of shit who uh to know how to use these things that's pretty crazy you guys also see that um the doorknob looks to be like enchanted in some way it's like glowing orange mm. um though you're not necessarily sure why i do um, a perception check uh, uh, by the way what happened to you boss with all what happened to all the feathers you know, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, this kid's rigged up a bunch of tricks and uh, shot me right in the face, Jacob. Yeah, real shoddy workmanships with the nails on the stairs. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty uh, That was pretty low budget, but him shooting me in the face with a BB gun was not. Yeah, no, I'm sorry you got <laughs> shot in the face. I'm sorry about your shoes. I've, I've noticed that they're goopy. Uh, I had to shine them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my perception on the doorknob. 16. It looks like it has been superheated. You imagine that if you had come through the front door, it would have been a disastrous entrance to this heist. I pretend like I touched the doorknob and I hurt myself to see if I could hear him giggle and find him. Give me a deception check, and then I'll have you both roll a perception check. Oh no, boss! Don't do that! Don't touch that! Ah! (laughs) That's Um, that's an 18. 18. Um, And can you, yeah, give me a, give me one as well. It's a three. Boss, no! Why? You <laughs> you think your boss just tried to burn themselves? Um, and unfortunately, you actually don't hear them giggle. It's clearly superheated. <laughs> oh, my hand. I am so injured. I can't uh, believe why you do that. I think I should go to the hospital. What oh. about the job? <laughs> Jacob. Jacob, I'm trying to trick him. Oh. Hey, you want to put some of that food in the bag? Yeah, here's a snack. <laughs> you guys do an exchange. And as you do, you like open the bag, you look up, you see that opposite the dining room, um, if you were entering the main foyer to your left, is the living room where it looks like a full party is raging. There's like gnomes dancing, there's like music playing, um, they're just like having a great time. Uh, weirdly, no one has noticed you. How didn't we hear this? When you entered the house, there was some vague like background noise in the mm-hmm. space, but you didn't hear them until you like walk into the space it's as if they got loud again and they're just like partying and having a good time. Can I do like some kind of check to see if this is magical? I guess give me a perception or insight check. I'll like flicker the the lights on it. Oh wait, it's all shut down. It's all shut down. No, yeah. They're partying on, partying on despite partying the in the lack darkness. There's someone like there's like a like a red haired gnome like raging on a piano. Um, you see, it is a there's like a fireplace where you guys would have dropped in from. Oh, the fire from the fireplace. Um, Seventeen on my insight. Seventeen on your insight. You're looking at this, and you see some flickering. These are clearly some sort of illusion being put on by perhaps some sort of Dilpus technology. Uh, and as you're like looking around, you notice in opposite sides of the room by like the windows and by the fireplace and where the traditional frost tree is, um, <laughs> you see that there are like two devices that have been set up almost like projectors kind of 
creating this illusion of a party in so here. So freaking lame. Who throws a fake party? <laughs> this is this is creepy, don't you think, Jacob? This is like a ghost <laughs> house. There's fucking, no lights on. It's fucking weird. This is crazy. <laughs> it's, it's fucked of, up. I'm getting kind of scared. You think the dog's here? Yeah, where's the dog? <laughs> you look around, there is no dog. <laughs> All right. Weird. No yeah, That's one thing. I just want to say this. Oddly enough, there isn't a dog in the Home Alone movie, and yet there is a doggy door. You are misunderstanding. The family has gone is ready to go on vacation, so they've already given the dog to Miss Gretchen. Oh, just so everyone knows, that's a family friend of mine who is taking care of our dogs <laughs> on previous vacations. The dog's in the kennel already. The dog is in the kennel already. They dropped it off the day before. Okay, so you guys see this party on the other side of the room. You see that there's a set of double doors that likely lead to another room, um, though you would have to cross through this like raging party. What do you want to do? Jacob. Yeah, cut right through the party and go. We think that we need to disguise ourselves as party goes or anything. We think we're okay. It's just no. I mean, it it looks like an illusion. illusion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so. let's just head up the stairs. Let's go up the stairs. All right, we're gonna go put our coats on the bed. As you guys are like standing at the base of the stairs and deciding to begin to move up them. Noah. Yes. How long does non-detection last? I think at least. Did we cast an it? hour no. or twenty-four hours? It's it's something crazy long. I remember that because I think you used. Eight hours, wow. Hey, boss, uh, now that we're heading upstairs and we might encounter Gebfin, you want, should we cast non-detection? I want, we should do ourselves? that, yes. That's a good idea. Because we get a, I get mine once each, once each long rest. You get that? I agree. For the duration, you hide a target that you can touch from the divination magic. We touch S each other. <laughs> you guys touch yes. each other, and you both feel hidden from divination magic. We give as each other brotherly pats. Hey, right. hey, just pats hey. on the back. Hey, hey, hey. No matter what happens, you still you're always my brother. Family, always family. Okay, so you guys are now able to avoid any sort of um, divination magic. If there's any scry eyes, you're definitely hiding beyond them. When you hear your family. When you hear your family. <laughs> um, you guys begin to um, head towards the stairs. This grand staircase decorated in holly and various like frost joy bows. And the moment you step on them, you hear, I'm up here! And you both look at each other and begin to run upward. What is your AC, Jacob? My AC, for those who want to know, is 16. You uh, rush up, and as you like turn and look around, you see a paint can come swinging forward and cracks Watch into out, your Jacob, nose. No! <laughs> you are going to take three damage as it clips you, and sending you spiraling down the stairs prone. And then at the same exact time, another one comes swinging down for you. That's only a 14 to hit. Does that hit you? No, it doesn't. You manage to duck out of the way as the paint can swings by. And Jacob, are you okay? You yeah, run okay. down and help your ally. Uh, you both feel furious as you hear another giggle from upstairs and the sound of feet. We're playing right into his hand. You know? I know. We got to lure him to us. Where do we think that the freaking stuff is, by the way? Oh, the stuff that we're trying to steal? Yeah. I got so distracted by trying to absolutely murder yeah, this child. Yeah, trying to chase this kid. It's crazy. It's like not what we came here for. Well, what should we do? I guess it's probably in their bedroom, right? They probably got stuff in their like nightstand. Yeah. Jewelry. Yes, in his clockwork shit. Parents' bedroom for sure. Give me a give me a history check, both of you. A natural one. <laughs> Jacob is the brains of this operation. Fourteen. Fourteen. The brains of this operation. You know that there's probably 
two major plays, though of course every room probably has something you could steal, a study and the like Lord and Lady's bedroom. So you were oh, correct okay. in assuming that. Oh, the study probably got a lot of cool shit. You know, Is boys this- toys. <laughs> <laughs> toys for boys. Nice. You know, under the trees, some toys for boys, but the real boy toys. No, wait. <laughs> the, or maybe they're even in the basement. What are you guys talking about down there? Come and get me. Is the study on the other side of the... This Yeah, the study looks in, is over here on the other side. Ah, uh, okay. Well, we'll come back for that on our way out. I yeah, guess. on the way out. On the way out. Let's hit up the bedroom first. You guys rush up the stairs. The... No, I think we're creeping. Oh, okay. Because we, we know he's waiting for us. Yeah. So we're not rushing headlong into anything. Yeah. Okay, give me... Stealth checks. That's a dirty 20. 22. You both quietly sneak up the grand staircase. Bannisters decorated in holly. You hear the small footsteps of this gnome scamper off out of sight. You're not sure which direction. As you get to the top, you see to your left are a few more rooms. Doors closed. And then again, down the hallway, there are a few more rooms, a few more closed doors. How would you guys like to proceed? I'll I'll say that also... On some of these doors, likely bedrooms, you see like large blue bows that dictate, like they have names on them if you can, you want to inspect them. Should we start rifling through rooms and just try and grab some shit? Yeah, I'm going for the master bedroom. All right, look for a Jack and Jill bathroom. Okay, I will. You um, head to your you left, You see on the floor plan, there is one. <laughs> you see the Jack and Jill bathroom. Hey, bathroom. everybody stop looking at the floor plan. No, I'm just saying there's always a Jack and Jill bathroom. There but, is. These white sinks. people love Jack and Jill bathrooms, <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, are you staying together or are you splitting up? No, I think I'm going to go rifle. I'll go rifle through the kids' rooms and see okay. if I can find any, like, cool toys that I could resell on the market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know they got those rich kid toys. Uh, Glintendo Glitch. <laughs> Yeah, I always wanted to play one of those. You know, it's, they're really, uh, they're hard to find these days, so you could probably get a pretty penny for Expensive it. on, you know, resell. All right, Absolutely. so you guys split. Uh, we'll start with you, Frankie, as you head into the Lord and Lady's bedroom. Cool. Can resell it at Felicit eBay. Oh, I like that. Well. <laughs> It's good. It's good. I like that. I think we did say Ethereal Bay at one point, but, I, I, you know, we'll work it. Oh, that's good, too. <laughs> I forgot about that one. You did good that job, one, us. too, I think. Good job, Just coming me. up with good great job, fucking websites, Lisa. Google Gnell. Google Gnell. Get in the comments. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys both see this, so I'll just describe it to both of you before we split over to Frankie. Each room is labeled with blue bows. A bathroom directly across from the stairwell, but then on your way there is the girls' room which is labeled Meg Finn and Linny. And then um, uh, directly ahead is the Lord and Lady's bedroom, which is attached to this Jack and Jill bathroom, as yeah. you said, um, which also has a door that leads into the hallway. You can enter the main bedroom from multiple directions. I hear echoes bouncing off two sinks in there. <laughs> That's right. I, uh, I burst into the Lord and Lady's bedroom, and I uh, before I even do a scan of the room, I see a big plush king-size bed and i mm. think to myself or poster what a wonderful bed and i go and i start jumping on it as i scan around the room to see <laughs> what's in here give me a perception check as you jump on the bed that's a five 
You look around, I mean, this is a beautiful bedroom, fit for royalty. There is obviously this four poster bed. There's like a private closet. There's a vanity um, and there's a large dresser where you see a variety of beautiful like necklaces, rings, just jewelry of all kinds. Um, you see, of course, the door to the Jack and Jill bathroom, um, but you're not really getting any specifics uh, maybe maybe it's a little difficult to see more than that because you are bouncing on a bed. Yeah, so then I bounce from the bed over to the vanity where all the jewels are. You uh, give me an acrobatics check. That's a six. You smash into the vanity. Ah! Um, does the wind, the mirror cracks? <laughs> you take four damage um, as you are stabbed by the various glass. Um, and I the... feel like we've done all of our skill challenges backwards so far. <laughs> and the dresser cr- creaks and cracks a little bit, but doesn't break. Um, you, I assume you're just grabbing things as you fall off. Oh yeah, I'm just grabbing things and throwing them in my pockets. All right, I guess um, just... all the gold I could see. Yeah, you know what? Just give me an investigation check. That'll determine what you mend- managed to grab and what you Incredible. managed to launch around the room in That's your gonna crash. That's going to be a three. Okay, I'll say that you are able to... I get all of the costume jewelry, and I don't realize what's real and what's not. So <laughs> yeah. I just grab all <laughs> costume jewelry, and I'm like, this is going to be great. <laughs> Jacob's going to think this is so good. You also... I'll say you managed to get a beautiful-looking ring. It's got a small yellowish... Um, yellowish reddish stone and it's like being held by two little hands um you you grab this this is probably the best looking thing you managed to get uh and you can add it to your um pocket what is it um give me an arcana check (laughs) what is it noah no (laughs) that's a 14 you can tell that this is magical but you cannot tell what it's what it can do necessarily can i do another perception check to see if i can find the checkbook or any other documents or any kind of things that are valuable here. I think that with the previous checks, you've scavenged this room and destroyed it pretty thoroughly. Mm-hmm. You don't see any sort of paperwork of any kind. You imagine any of that stuff study. is in the study. In the study, in the room that we decidedly didn't go, didn't into, go into because Correct. we wanted to defy you. Yes, because you wanted Understood. to defy me and go upstairs. Understood. So I go into the Jack and Jill bathroom because my tummy's feeling rumbly again, and I check it out. <laughs> okay, you head into the bathroom. You, as we just, as you assume, there are two sinks. I use There's lots of perfumes. Yeah, and I use things. all the nice perfumes and creams. I give myself a little face yeah, rub. Yeah, and you give a little washa, little spritz of some sort of pink liquid, and ooh, you feel relaxed. That stuff was good. That feels nice. Feels good. I take all the feathers off my face. Yeah, you, you take uh, the time to play. It would be on. horrible if I were to ever have any feathers on me. <laughs> Cutting over to <laughs> Jacob. We uh, find uh, you walking down the hall. There it is. There it is. There it is. Slow burn. Slow burn. It's like, why? Why? Why would you hate that? Well, you do. Well, you do later in life. Sorry. Uh, um, okay, so you find yourself walking down this long hallway. You pass another bathroom that's likely the one for the kids. Um, you see two rooms. One of them is Kevin's. Another one is labeled Buzzards. And as Buzzards. you approach the end of the hall, why don't you give me a perception check? Sure. I'm doing great at those. One. Not that. Just by design. Just by design. Okay, an unnatural one. Um, it is you're, indeed unnatural. You're about to go into 
uh, which bedroom do you think you would go and do first? I think Buzzards, because I think I would save Kemp Finn for last, assuming he probably, like, oh, the stupid kid probably went hit under his bed. You slowly begin to open up Buzzards' room. You see it is an absolute mess, uh, but that really doesn't matter to you, because in a second, you hear the door opens and a large mechanical toolbox crashes into you full force having been pushed down the stairs from the attic you automatically um because you failed the perception check you are gonna get hit uh you can give me a deck save to see if you remain standing oh nice yeah uh, 27 for my deck save. You manage, you get clipped by this thing, but you like, you stumble back and manage to avoid it um, from like crushing you. You take <laughs> Meanwhile, 13 I'm in the, damage. I'm and in the I bathroom do... doing my face routine. <laughs> when you hear a crash from hey, down the hall. Can I do my uncanny dodge to have that attack damage? I think it's supposed to be, oh, you know what? This is technically an attack. So I will say that yeah. you can half the damage on this to seven. Okay, cool. So you manage to avoid this. Uh, you heard that loud noise from down the hall, Frankie. Oh, what's going on? Uh, I clamber back up, dusting my uh, ratty tatty uh, coat off and look to see if I could see where that fell from. Yeah, you do see a dim stairwell. It is lit only by the outside light. Again, you guys cut all the power here, so the only thing is candlelight. Um, you see, heading up the stairs... Um, we do have a supreme dark vision. You do. You guys see pretty well. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like you're um, Which was actually troubled a, by this. A really good point that you cut the power because both of us have, uh, what's it called? Superior dark Superior vision. dark vision. Yeah, you guys can see for 60 viewers. Kevin. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, that's superior. Oh, my goodness. Well, Just Kevin so you know. does have dark vision as well, but not nearly that good. Um, okay, so... You want to give me a perception check, or what do you what do you think you want to do before no. you approach the stairwell? I do not approach the stairwell. Okay, you, you're see, still in the hallway. Well, I see this shitty little kid running up there, and I uh, close Buzzard's door back. I had like had my hand on the knob, and I slam it shut, and I instead go, "Hey, kid, I'm gonna mess up all your toys and stuff," and I'll go in Kevin's room, oh. uh, and I'm gonna start um. Uh, I start jumping on his bed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm going to, like, start, like, smashing his Legos and stuff. (laughs) Give me an intimidation check as you burst into his room, are bouncing on his bed. You're, like, knocking over action figures. Uh, You see that his room looks like it had been initially maybe converted into a room for his many, many family members to stay over for the holidays Mm -hmm. before they left on their trip. Oh, thanks for the mints. I take them from under the pillow. (laughs) You take the mints. You're fucking tearing this room apart. Yeah, give me that intimidation check. <laughs> Nine. Ah. Your voice echoes through. I'll say that with that, you do hear a <laughs> whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> you care. You care a little. I don't. I don't care at all. We like, all care a little. No, I don't care. Boss, you done in the bathroom yet? Yeah. <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, I run out. I run out and uh, into the hallway. You see the toolbox that has been that has fallen over in the Jacob, middle of the hallway. Are you under the box? Are you okay? I start ripping it up, trying I to find. I come him. walking out of the bed. I jumping on the bed a little. <laughs> oh, you did some jumping too. Did you find any jewels, gems, hidden riches, this. oils? I take out all the costume jewelry from my pockets no first oils. to show. <laughs> no no oils. oils. Oh, also you got some oils from the bathroom. Oh, from the Jack you, and Jill. Does I, Jacob notice how glowing I look? I open up that. You smell nice. I open up the bag of holding so that you could dump some stuff in. So, and then as you're putting the ring in, I go, oh, what's that? 
can I take take a look at the um, yellow ring? Yeah, give me an Arcana check. Okay. Looking to beat a DC 15. All right, well, I got plus two to this. Yes. Oh, that's a uh, dirty, filthy 20. This, a rat's 20. A rat's. rat's 20. This is a ring of telekinesis. <laughs> it is one of these special diddle piss devices they've created. It allows you to um, essentially cast telekinesis, which is a very powerful spell. You can... Um, It'll take on your spell DC, which is determined by, you know, your Sferf, Nebelin, Magic. This spell allows you to do several things. You can target a creature uh, and make an ability check using your spellcasting modifier, contest it against their strength. Um, and if you win, you can push them 30 feet in any direction. Um, or you can, like, restrain them and raise them midair. Drop this kid right out the window. Yeah, you wear it. You also can move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Really? Yeah, yeah boss. You think it looks nice? Let me see if it fits on one of my fingers. Mm-hmm. I try. Yeah. It doesn't fit on these little sausages. <laughs> it's tight, but it, it fits. goes on the pinky. Uh, you nice, yeah. nice Italian ring. <laughs> Very good. Very good. It's Dominic the donkey. Um, uh, okay, so uh, you can attune to this item by just taking a minute uh, to be able to use it. And you can also, I'll say that... Um, I'm attuning to your mommy's <laughs> ring, Captain. Not my mommy's ring! Um, you can <gasps> also move an object that weighs up to a 1,000 pounds that isn't being worn or carried. Let's just take oh. this whole house with us. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll sit atop it to show the only Malum. We could just drop the bed on him or something. There you go. <laughs> you have to get it through the door frame, but possible. Um... <laughs> Okay, so um, you guys have, you know, managed to loot these spaces. I'll say that in general, you don't really find anything in Kevin's room or in Buzzard's. I mean, I'll say, whoever wants to write this down, you get a smattering of coins. That's like, we're talking like 10 gold, 25 copper, and... Um, 37 silver. Yeah. No, what episode am I bringing that, those wretches into? You might as well write them down. <laughs> All right. You gold, Your silver. characters would give a shit about this. Gold, silver, <laughs> copper. Say it again. Say it again. Uh, gold was 10. Copper was 25. Silver was 37. And, hey, not bad. Not bad. I'm sure we can find more stuff in the study on our way out. Yeah, I was just. Care of this kid? I was so concerned about that ghost party that I really didn't want to walk through it. But now, uh. Now that the kid's trapped upstairs, do we lock him up there and then go down into the study? Oh, that's a great idea. You know, we could take something real heavy with the telekinesis ring, push it up against the door. We sure could. Mm, You do see that large, like, iron toolbox. We could shove it under the doorknob. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Oh, we're coming up, though, Kevin. Here we go. Oh, you guys better not. Uh, No, slam. (laughs) Slam the door, you using your telekinesis powers given you by this ring. Classic Home Alone moment. You throw this large toolbox in front of the door. Absolutely. Slamming it. You guys coming? <laughs> I'm so scared. Let's rifle through the study. Let's go. Down the stairs. And slowly off the background as you run back down the stairs, past the hanging paint cans that are still swaying slightly, towards the living room where, of course, you see this illusory party. I actually, when I go down the stairs, I slide down the railing and destroy all of the decorations. Oh my god, So now we're like Jesus wrapped in it and we look like Christmas trees. We've uh, got like ornaments dangling off. Can of I us. put the Christmas music can I put frost dry music on? 
Uh, yeah, I'll say that you you see that there is a like phonograph that is on its own power source that you turn on and begin to play some Frostroy music on. End <laughs> <laughs> bar. So, <laughs> copyright infringement. <laughs> Come on, it's got to be in the Great American Songbook at this point. Oh my God, I hope so for our sake. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so you guys rush into the living room. You're going to look for the study. Yeah, yeah. I think we're trying to hit up like the uh, dad's safe. Yeah. And did you see anything in the basement? Oh, no, I didn't see shit in the basement except for the fucking iron in my face. <laughs> Fuck. That's <laughs> awful. You guys are rushing through the living room. The moment you step in, you feel something stab through your shoe. Stab? Um, and um, you take three damage. <gasps> As you, you've walked five feet into the space and you feel something piercing through your foot, this illusory party like raging around you. Uh, hey, boss, I'm not in too great a shape. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I'll uh, take care of you. Can I do a medicine check? Okay. <laughs> you can do a medicine check. Can you bandage my foot up real quick? I put yeah, my yeah, piggies yeah. in my boss's face. Medicine. Oh, that's a nine. I'll do my best. <laughs> you wrap a, as you're wrapping, you step in more. In <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I tried to get some uh, the lotion off my face to put on their foot. It stinks. You know, this is actually, uh, why don't you give me a luck check or maybe an investigation check, whatever you prefer, Ooh. Frankie. Um, I guess either is good. It's an 18. Okay. You managed to find in the cabinet of the Jack and Jill bathroom. Oh, some Neosporin. Uh, some some Nomosporin. Neospor- <laughs> um, that essentially will be a greater healing potion. Okay. I take off my scarf and I wrap, I put the Nomosporin on and I wrap the foot up. Nice. No, it's nice to have a rub once in a while. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. We stop everything to ru- I stop everything to rub. What are you guys doing down there? <laughs> rub Jacob's feet. We're losing precious In the middle of ball. this major illusion party happening around <laughs> us. It's a good thing they're not real because all the perfume would really scare them off. I'm just saying so you're and heavy. It's strong. I would do wrist, wrist, neck next time. Well, I really did bathe in it because I didn't know the next time I would have such a nice, beautiful thing. What is his superior health? It's 44 plus 4. I'll also say this, Frankie. Um, the moment you saw Jacob, you were filled with such deep care and affection. That's why it worked for him for me to wrap up the foot and do the foot rub. Yes, you, you got are- me exactly up to full with that with that foot rub. You are also charmed by uh <laughs> by Jacob. You accidentally sprayed yourself with filter of love. <laughs> Oh, a goo goo ganel? You a mean little, I walked into the bathroom and, and I sprayed, sprayed myself with some goo goo ganel? Yes. Incredible. Oh, that, no, I like that you get in there deep, but you think we should go into the study now? <laughs> 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 you're really good with your hands there. Thank you. I've been told before that uh, I have strong hands. All right, no, you're working your way up to the calves now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. I thought we were playing fire truck. <laughs> TVT gang. All right, so you uh, you guys are you continuing across this room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we're going to the study. No, we're going to the study. Okay, so you all the walk- things that you want us to have are. Yeah, and this is all your stuff. 15, 12, 13. What do you, what do you mean you, what are you rolling just damage on us? 18 damages. You continue to stamp your way across. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, what do we see in front of us? I thought we stamped the one thing. It looks we like have a normal superior floor. superior dark vision. It has nothing to do with dark vision. This is another illusion I, at place. I throw my crowbar oh. at where I see the projections coming from to destroy whatever is making the illusion. Okay, yeah, give me a roll attack. 
Give me a roll I think when I uh, take another step and I feel that it <laughs> continues to hurt, you stop. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, well, you just, just I take said, 50 are you going damage, you fuckers. All right, I'll say that you only take the first one, which was four damage. The four, the four, the floor feels prickly. It's as if you're stepping on glass. Okay, so I got uh, to throw my crowbar at the place where the projections are emanating from. I got 27. You strike this device and knock it over, which disrupts. Not the illusion of the dancers, which is being um, put on by another one, but the ground illusion fades and you see that it is covered in ornaments, some of which you've stepped on. They look to be incredibly jagged, um, perfect for piercing through the shoes of someone who can't afford a rich person's boot. I grabbed the little, uh, like the rich people. They got the good smelling cinnamon broom in their house mm, by their fireplace. The cinnamon broom. I, I do a little sweep sweep with the cinnamon broom. Oh my Excellent. God. I've you never seen that. What is that? Oh. It's like a broom made that out of cinnamon delightful. branches. They, uh, they sell them in Trader Joe's. You can get them and they smell like cinnamon really strong. Oh you like, prop God. them up against your door. We need that. We do. It, it lasts a long time. Yeah, so, yeah, it smells strong. Yeah. So you actually just fell in love with that. Uh, <laughs> said, what do you mean, cinnamon broom? You mean they I would love that <laughs> for Christmas. I want a cinnamon broom. You take the cinnamon broom and you sweep up the glass, creating Scratching a Scratching their nice pine <laughs> floors. Ruining yes. the floors and the rugs and everything. <laughs> um, as you clear a path to the double doors. Wow, Jacob, you do that so nice. Thanks, a little domestic labor. Never hurt a guy, you know. <laughs> wow, we could really be together. <laughs> yeah, together. Right now. (laughs) Yeah. We can really be together. (laughs) It's a normal thing friends say to each other all the time. Uh, Okay. I I thought we were in love. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) You're saying this out loud? No. Okay. I'm making fun of you in that moment. I know that you're playing in love. Okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't worry. It makes sense. uh, Jacob, not knowing anything has happened with the perfume, just kind of looks at Frankie and is, I'm nod my head slowly and kind of take take an internal review <laughs> <laughs> of, of the relationship. Okay, so you finally... Thoughtful. <laughs> thoughtful. Just a thoughtful moment. Just have a thoughtful, reflective <laughs> moment. Is the, does the, the, the Guggenel affect Jacob at all? No, it's just the oh, first okay. person I thought, sprayed on. I thought that you said that it affected them, so I thought that we were in mutual affection. You're in love You're with in me. love. You're charmed gotcha. by Jacob. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. Just for Just for a little bit. It's and like I'm a, seeing oh, everything I'm in a different light. light. <laughs> <laughs> there was another effect happening to Jacob. Uh, Frankie's <laughs> being nice tonight. <laughs> so weird. Finally, on the other side of this room, you see again this double set of doors uh, that lead into the study of Lord Diddlepiss, head of this branch of the family. Significantly less decorated as you push inside, you see that there are still some lit candles, likely set up by Kefin. You also see that this has the it is a it is a gnome cave. Uh, there is the most recent entertainment system set up with a full pull-out couch, lazy gnome chair, and a desk nestled into the corner of the room. There is a portrait above the desk of Lord Diddlepiss, this white-haired gnome wearing a tailored suit with pale skin, a sinister soul patch that matches his thick brow. Oh my God. And oh, soul burning, sinister. <laughs> a, a normal soul, soul patch <laughs> um, and bright red eyes. Trinkets and heirlooms, difficult to say since... 
My tree kits. My tree kits. <laughs> <laughs> um, since Diddlepiss te- uh, technology ranges from useless uh, but pretty to useful but also pretty in cases and shelves around the space. As you guys begin to enter, how do you want to proceed? You see, um, there's lots in here that could be of value. Maybe the entertainment system's a little big, but it's definitely valuable. I scurry up to the, the portrait of the Diddlepiss man, and I try and see if there's anything behind it. Yeah, okay. do the eyes move? <laughs> the eyes do move as you enter, <laughs> um, but your non-detection protects you from any scrying situation. Um, as you, It's their ring. It's the nest that they have in their house, but it's behind the painting. You rush up to the desk <laughs> where the portrait is above. You see this desk it has, you know, several books and such, various documents on, like, finance, technology. And above, you reach and you start to pull... It does feel like perhaps this can move, but it is, it's giving you some resistance. Like perhaps there's something you have to do first to cause it to open. I'll look under the desk and see if there's a a switch or something. I'll take out my crowbar. You take out your crowbar, um, having retrieved it from smashing that uh, major illusion (laughs) device. It's actually a crow boomerang. Okay, I will allow this. Why the hell not? Um, (laughs) Hey, it's Frost Joy. It's Frost Joy, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Metal boomerang is that is shaped just like a crowbar. It's just a crowbar that that you bend cartoon style and throw it around the room and catch it and rebend it back. That's right, hyper dangerous. Um, okay, so yeah, you ignore the Slay Station gaming system and full entertainment to begin Slay to investigate. Um, you, uh, Jacob, why don't you give me an investigation check? Uh, and are you just going to start attacking yeah. the portrait? Yeah, I guess give me a strength check or uh, athletics. Filthy rat's nest 20. 17. All right. Jacob, you are in the midst of investigating. You don't see any sort of switches, but you do notice there's obviously several drawers. So I'll say you pull open the first one and you find a um, bag that contains 100 gold. Uh, A jackpot. And 20 platinum. Oh. The second drawer you pull it open. I think we're going on a little vacation. (laughs) And you find that there's just a few more documents in here. Pretty complex stuff. Maybe important, but hard to know what it is. Uh, Shove them in the bag. You better grab that for our future friends. Maybe the only Malum. Uh, yeah. And then the third drawer seems to be locked. Um, oh, well, I will try and uh, lock pick it because I got a very special ability. Uh, okay. I can do it very quickly. Can you use a bonus action? Okay. I use my thieves tool, so I real quick reach down and... Yeah, give me a check using your dexterity modifier and add you can you can add your proficiency to it. Fifteen. Fifteen. I rolled a four, but I have plus eleven. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I thought it was a fourteen for a second. That is enough to open this drawer, but not enough to open it without triggering the trap. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Good. I'm here to trigger all the traps. Cockroaches 20. Whoa! You managed to (laughs) (laughs) jump out of the way (laughs) as there's this puff of sleeping gas um, and you manage to just avoid it as it floats up. It is very close to you, Frankie, as you muscle and muscle um, trying to um, open the portrait. I got 17. What is your total HP? Right now? Yes. 21. Oh my god. Oh this was sleep no. spell. I rolled 5d8. I rolled 20. So you feel drowsy for a moment, but do not fall asleep. You shake your head and pull as hard as you can. You hear a... 
like a horrid screeching, crunching noise as you rip this portrait open, revealing the empty spot where you would find some, some sort of treasure, but instead find a note that says, Moved it. Nice try. That little fucking kid. We just trapped our riches up there with them. God damn it. Well, he, it's not like he could spend it up there. He's, he's trapped. Might be melting it down like an idiot. <laughs> you could say, yeah, fucking I'm, idiot. I'm smelting up here. <laughs> he hear us. <laughs> like he's got some sort of system. <laughs> PA. How does he know? Um, he's in the head. Where are you guys headed to now? You man, you you found what feels well, like I everything in this place. I want to loot the rest of this place. Yeah, I mean, you smash the cases. You grab like a golden pocket watch, some various family heirlooms, um, you know, trinkets, some stuff that's like you don't really know what it does. This ball of iron bands, just rank like random shit that you're like looks important, some sort of invention. You shove it in the bag. Absolutely, it's all going in the bag. I take the portrait of whatever little piss <laughs> and I put it in the bag. You cram it into the Get bag. Get in the bag, senior. <laughs> Get in the bag, old man. Oh, hey, listen, man. we're not leaving without whatever that kid's got up there with us. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Now I'm spiteful. We're burning this whole place down. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to take this house, and I'm going to telekinesis it into the Mara Yamara, all right? <laughs> you guys rush out of the living room, having swept a clean path for yourselves. He's going to sleep with the fishes. That's right. <laughs> you rush past the still swinging cans, up the stairs, onto the second floor. I mess up as much shit as I can, holiday decorations. Away I, I knocked on the Christmas tree on my way out of there. I draw room. mustaches on all their family portraits in the hallway. They got, they're got they wearing white sweaters, turtlenecks. Just ruining the decor. You guys bolt to the second floor, uh, down the hallway towards the attic stairs, which you have blocked off. How do you guys want to proceed? Do you just like rip it open and run Telekinesis up? the toolbox out <laughs> from under. Mm -hmm. The toolbox flies into Kevin's room and you hear it smash some things. Ah! Some stuff uh, he he whelps in fear. Once we get up there, should we uh, should we try and, you know, blind or deafen him? Yeah, I'm going to cast Blur. And I'm going to, uh, my body becomes blurred, shifting and wavering for all who can see me. For the duration, any creature has disadvantage on attack rolls against me. Oh, shit. An attacker is immune to its, this effect if it doesn't rely on sight. Okay. Well, boss, you look so blurry. Mind if I join you in the blur space? Let's blur. <laughs> I blur. You guys activate your an innate magical ability and begin to, like, vibrate so fast that you are blurring. You telekinesis open the door, begin to rush up the stairs when suddenly... Dropping from the ceiling of these stairs is a massive mechanical tarantula that lands and goes. Oh my god! Yep, just so like cool. in the movie. Um, it's not that big in the movie, but this one's really fucking big. Roll a tarantula initiative. Tarantula falls on his face. <laughs> uh, okay, roll initiative. Very good. I rolled a nat one. My first bad roll. There we go. Eight. I got a 24. Damn. Okay, up first is going to be Jacob, Jacob, and then followed by that will be Frankie on deck. Jacob, this giant spider has landed on Frankie and is trying to, like, pierce into him with these mechanical fangs. What do you do? With my cunning action, I can, uh, bonus action item interaction is throwing ball bearings and item interaction. 
I will allow that as an item interaction. I'm going to throw the ball bearings onto the stairs, and then as the spider's legs kind of start to wheel, I'm just going to, like, use my action to disengage and just try and, like, slip past it, like, under one of its legs so that I am, like, got the high ground on it, and I'm heading up the stairs while it starts to fumble down. Hell yes. Okay, it rolls a um, dexterity saving throw. I don't know what the DC is. Is there one it's on the a item? DC 10. Okay, okay, here we go. This thing has a plus three. That is exactly a 10. Oof. Okay. So it's it's, it's wobbling like crazy. I'll say that you could still be, it leaves an opening enough for you to disengage, bolt past it, and you run into the attic. You okay back there, boss? I'm gonna hold them down. Do, am I being affected by the ball bearings at all? Mm, I'm gonna be merciful and say no, unless you think that you would be. I think I would be. All right, give me a deck save. <laughs> What's <laughs> 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 the two? The spider wobbles. You tumble down oh. the stairs. Um, and I always forget that that's gonna affect everyone. <laughs> you take five damage <laughs> as you tumble back down the stairs, cracking your head, and this spider just starts moving and trying to crawl on top of you. Um, that is now your turn. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to describe the attic. The attic is a mess. It looks like this is primarily one of the storage spaces. You see that there's a bunch of boxes, racks of clothes, and you know, it's a typical looking attic, very dusty. There's probably some very interesting stuff up here and fancy looking furniture, but your eyes are not looking for that. I'll let you roll a perception check to see if you can suss out where this kefin is. Uh, 17. A pretty high perception. You do not hear or see Kevin, but you do feel wind, cold air flowing through this space. That is your turn. We go back down the stairs to where poor Frankie is being absolutely climbed upon by a giant mechanical spider. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, what would you like to do? It's your turn. So uh, after slipping on the ball bearings and uh, falling down, I'm going to second win. Ooh. So 1d10. <laughs> Your second wind is just you five. murmuring gnomish swearing. <laughs> that actually is swearing in gnomish. Kidding me. <laughs> oh, it's the curse of the second wind. We never, oh. we never uh, roll, roll good. one. It's a six. Okay. So, six back. Okay. And then I get two attacks. Go ahead. So I'm going to use your crowbar. my crowbar two times and just whack them. Whack them. Go ahead and roll your attacks. Uh, 19 plus 8. That'll hit. And then a 13 plus 8. And a 19 is actually a crit for you, my friend, because That's you have uh, improved critical as a champion fighter. Ooh. So right. your first damage dice is doubled. Oh, shit. That's right. I did write that down. It's 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 on the first attack. Whoa, okay. And then 6 on the second attack. In one fluid movement, you <laughs> dent its head that <laughs> caves in and it Splays out on top of you, disabled. I heard that. Nice going. Got him. You shove this so mechanical arachnid off of you. We are still going to be an initiative here. Uh, that is your turn. You do have movement if you want to run up the stairs. I run up the stairs and uh, do a just a perception check. Sure, I'll let you have a little free perception check there. Six. You two do not detect Kevin, but you do feel a cool breeze flowing through the space. He's gone through the window. He's outside. Kevin does something we don't know on his turn. You guys looking around. Jacob, it is your turn. Do we see a window? Uh, yeah, I'll say that, you know, with, with a simple enough perception check on this turn, you look around and you see through all of like the bags of clothing on the far end of this space, there looks to be a window. Looking back at my 
hurt friend who's got two black eyes now. Mm -hmm. They go, let's get this son of a bitch. It's time to get up to that chimbley. And I'm gonna start, uh, climb and stick my body out the window and start, uh, climbing myself up. <laughs> oh my god, you crawl out the window and begin to climb onto the roof of this building, just getting a huge vantage point. You now see that attached to this roof, like from here to the tree, is a long rope, a clothesline that links the building and the tree. Oh boy. The bus is kind of like a fun excursion up here. Hey, hey, I run over (laughs) and I say, hey, Jacob, get on my back. And I use my crowbar to throw it over the the line and and we zip. If you would like, house. you can do that, Jacob. Do you want to join? Yeah, I'll double up with my crowbar over the top, too. But I link my uh, legs around. So, like, we both have our hands up with the crowbars, but we're sticking together because my legs are around uh, Frankie's belly. Okay. Perfect. You guys begin to slide down this. As my, my ratty-tatty <laughs> coat flaps in the wind. As we're sliding, <laughs> I, uh, I clear my throat and I go, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of nice. Spending the holidays with the one you love. It is, isn't it? Look at the beautiful snow. And I, and I, a tear comes to my eye. It's gorgeous. You know, all this <laughs> it's a time. long zip line. <laughs> yeah. I always thought we were partners in crime, but, you know, tonight we've been working so close. What if, you know, we were always meant to be, I don't know, lovebirds. Lovebirds. And just as you're about to have this beautiful moment, you go, hey, guys! And you guys look and see, standing, like, on one of the branches, waiting for you with a held action, is Kevin with a small knife as he cuts the rope. <laughs> no! no! <laughs> small knife! <laughs> Shit, I can do nothing. Uh, yep, he, he rolled an 18 on his attack. Um, he cuts through the rope. You both plummet. Wait, uh, can we use the magic ring of telekinesis to telekinesis us? You guys hadn't used your action? Oh. How would you guys, uh, tell me what you do as, as the rope begins to swing, you guys are hurtling towards the ground. I telekinesis point up at our crowbars and our crowbars just lead us across Mary the sky. Mary Poppins, like, stop. <laughs> as we're just floating, like coming down. Noah's just throwing their dice. <laughs> How, I don't know if that can work. I, like a thousand like, pounds. It's no, like, no, no, no. think I'm, of like an immovable <laughs> rod, you know what I mean? Like we're la- latching onto it and we're telekinesing. The crowbars with us attached to just them. the one crowbar too, because Jacob's got their legs wrapped around. For me. the record, I, I misspoke here. I have just floored that the language of this spell has not like been like, don't use this to fly because this <laughs> seems like you can fly everywhere. Right? Now. Doesn't it? <laughs> it's like, can you not just it do that? It seems like that's what you gave us. It seems like I've given you a way of flying. As long as you have a crowbar. <laughs> as long as you have a single crowbar. <laughs> All you need is a single crowbar Bring to make your holidays bright. To the Matt Mercer rules lawyer. <laughs> James Crawford get in the comments as you guys soar through the branches, finding a treehouse like two snowflakes. Here. Like two snowflakes, as you have noticed that the storm has begun to pick up around here. <laughs> That's the most terrifying sound ever! You hear a noise coming from inside of this little treehouse, perfectly made from the wildewarm wood. It is Honestly, this is like a bougie, like rich kids treehouse. Just this like is... hereditary. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to die. Thinking about that fucking movie. Someone did the kid in hereditary. Uh, <laughs> don't come any closer. I'll call the guards. The guards? guards? They're off. 
kid. It's Frost Joy. It's Frost Joy. No one's with their family. <laughs> They'll let you die so fast. They need this PTO. Please, please, leave me alone. And the you're this is a closed treehouse. There's like a door that's closed. By Hold me. on, one second. Hey, what? This kid sounds scared. Yeah. Do you think he's trying to trick us? I'm scared too. <laughs> Do you think he's trying to trick I've us? Been shivering in my oily boots all night. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like he's trying to lay it on thick, you know? Yeah. Open up! Yeah, you're right. What coming for you, kid? Intimidation. It's an 11. It's a 21. That's a little bit. I mean, pretty fucking frightening to start slamming your body on the door. Uh, you you hear him whelp from the inside. That was your turns. Sure. We are now at the top of the round. It is Kefin's turn. I can't believe we flew. That was such that beautiful was foreshadowing. Love birds and then flying. It's like we script the show. It's like we it's script like it. We're like doing the work. We're doing the work. Ashley just wrote a secret message to me that says, I am having so much fun. <laughs> super secret, super secret message. <laughs> Okay, you guys burst through this door. Inside, waiting for you is Kevin Tittlepiss. He is holding some sort of strange mechanical weapon. He's pointing it at you guys. He goes, ah! And presses. Both of you give me wisdom saving throws. Um, I have advantage on against magic. Great, gonna well, need it. <laughs> just throwing. Help. Fuck. Nat 20. Nat 20. The cleanest, squeakiest 20 that you heard all night. I got a three. You feel this ray shoot out at you. Jacob, you're the quicker of the two of you. You I jump in front of Jacob. And the ray hits you head on. There's a flash of light. You are all blinded. And when you come to, Frankie, you... the, The room around you is much, much bigger. You... You... Move around a little bit. You feel different. You've, you've, you've let your arms go. You, <laughs> the wings. Jacob, you are unaffected by this. You, <gasps> you survived the save with a nat 20. <laughs> Wait. And you look down and you see that where your friend Frankie once was is a beautiful brown pigeon. I look at Keb Finn. I scoop Frankie up. I pick him up in two hands and I kind of tuck him into the uh, pocket of my jacket. Uh, so that he stays warm. Take the boss. <laughs> With his uh, feathers like fluffing up in the cold. I, I said I didn't want feathers and look at me now. I look at Kev Finn and I go, with a really brave face but tears welling in my eyes, is this for this like a forever thing? It'll happen to you too if you don't leave. This weapon shaking in his hands. Do me too. No, no, don't what? do that, Jacob. We got. Are you crazy? What about our deal with the Omnimalums? It's lovebirds or nothing. <gasps> A blast of light is sent your way. You willingly submit to the true polymorph as you, anamorph style, shrink slowly into another beautiful pigeon. Oh my god. Ooh, ooh, the two of you in this treehouse, he goes, wow, I. I did not expect you guys uh, to just give in. I, I shit I, on him. Oh, God. Yeah, we start shitting I shit on, on him. I shit on him. <laughs> we start shitting on him. Uh, I start shitting on all the uh, oils and jewels and coins. 
You guys are waving your arms, or he's waving his arms. We're arm flying around, just shitting ah, on everything. Ah, ah. I'm packing at crowbar. <laughs> oh man! I take the ring, I pick it up with my little beak, and I put it inside of my little feathers. feathers. <laughs> Taking this with me, you little son of a bitch! As you guys fly out of there, um, fleeing the Dilopis estate, flying through this increasingly intense blizzard, as you head off on your next adventure. Turning over a new beak. <laughs> Are you kidding? That was the best to closer ever. ever. And that night, oh. I slid the ring of telekinesis around Frankie's leftmost claw. Exactly. <laughs> and, we, guys... and we vowed forever to be true. Hey. Love Pigeons made for life. Pigeons made for life. (laughs) And we will end on that as the two of you flutter into the brewing uh, blizzard beyond a successful frost joy heist if I've ever seen one. Was it? That was insane. Would you believe I had an alternate ending here? Because I expect you to flee and escape. What was the alternate ending? I mean, I guess I'll tell you guys. uh, Because why not? Uh, There is no afterlife. The afterlife is right now. This is the afterlife game. This is a peek at what the Patreon gets. Um, You guys would have, if you had successfully just taken him out or Mm -hmm. fled or whatever, Mm -hmm. you would have been running through the streets and the blizzard would have increased to the point in which it was impossible to see where you were going. Then as you were walking, you would see a figure walk out that would provide you a means of escape. Um, that Jorno Brina style. Jorno Brina style. You would be turned into pigeons to by the frost the made into escape. Oh wow! But instead, but instead, a kid you, was a kid our true polymorph gunned us. <laughs> well, gang, this oh has been this God. year's Frost Joy episode. Wow. Thank you so much to our. Eldritch patrons, if you would like to become an Eldritch patron, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. Thank you to all of the wonderful places where we get sound effects, Swordcore Soundscapes, Michael Gelfi, and of course, freesound.org. And I also, I mean, the magic of Christmas is in this room tonight. Um, The way that we were at an event and freesound.org got credited, and Noah and Ash and I all started whispering, freesound.org, freesound.org. It shout was... out to Big Milk. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Big like, Milk. Please, we can we act normal in a space? No, <laughs> I wish we didn't have any answers. Jokes. No, not even outside. As as this morning, we were walking by your home after uh, getting our <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Pra- I was practicing my Frankie voice, and I heard them through my closed walls and windows. <laughs> I was like, mm, "That's no one actually." We were voice. on a New York street, and we were loud enough to be heard. Through I have the to apartment. harass them from my balconette. <laughs> Love that. Oh. Uh, please follow us on all of our socials. Try not to die, pod. Um, you're listening to this uh, presumably on Tuesday, December 20th next week if you want to catch our last event for the year our $10 tier diehard patrons are going to get access to our yearly annual wrap up Q&A sesh our fans have been sending us questions so if you sent a question and you can't wait until the new year to hear the answer, join the $10 tier for this month, you'll get access to uh, literally like 30 content surges An insane amount of bonus so many episodes. hours of bonus yes. episodes and get in on all our that inside episode. jokes yeah Ooh, get in yes, there yes yes and of course check out our new website try, try not, not to, to die, die pod. Pod. <laughs> 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 
Because I thought it would be fun to do together. Sorry, that was I was really just fun. so excited just looking back and forth like a little child. It was really cute. We have some lovely art up there. Lisa did incredible work designing this oh, site. thanks. There's more recaps coming too um, if you're looking to like freshen up on what has happened in previous arcs. I'm doing my big re-listen right now mm. and uh, uploading those as they strike me. So mm-hmm. Incredible. Well, and, and feel free also to re-listen to the pod so far. I know I'm going to be doing that as well going into Hell these yeah. final arcs in the new year. I'm not. <laughs> nah, I will. I'll give the sum ups to everyone. Thank uh, you. Any other plugs from you guys? I, I'll plug at Noah the Infuriator, which is pretty much my social on ev- everything. Um, and I'll, including Twitch, which I will sometime soon, hopefully be streaming some stuff. Oh yeah. We're trying to get, we're trying to get our visual elements up guy. We're trying yeah. to, we want you guys to gaming. see us be, be silly yeah, yeah, in yeah. the studio. We want to give you options. Style. Right? Yeah. We want to mm-hmm. give options. What did we decide we're calling the studio? The Viewdio. The Viewdio. The <laughs> so you can yes. view us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'll be like a viewing room. Yeah. Like in a zoo. Like in a zoo. <laughs> like in a zoo. Like Absolutely. In a zoo. Um, I will plug for the new year um, supporting your self. It's been a hard year. Yeah. (laughs) And just give yourself some love and grace. And um, I'm really excited for the new year to like enter into a new chapter of Try Not to Die. Yes. Yes. Thanks for supporting us. Thank you so much for supporting us. Support yourself, but also support Support us. us. Dual support for yourself. Dual wield support. How are you going to support someone else if you can't support Support yourself? yourself. There we go. True. Perfect. (laughs) I think we should end with that. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Thank you from all of us here at the Viewdio. Um, (laughs) Thank you. You, uh, you already said LGBT. I know to the, all the good Thank things. Thank you to the LGBT. Thank you community. to the LGBT community. Gay Home Alone. Uh, yes. Gay Home Alone. See the image up on our Patreon, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your holidays. Be safe. And until next time, try, try not, not to, to die. die. All hail our eldritch patrons, especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, and Lana, Emily, Grace, Jacob, James, Jeff, Joey, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Paige, Roni, Sahara, and of course, our producer Patty, Patrick Bronstetter, and our producer Daddies, Becca Mount, Sam Golden, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Until next time, try not to die.